Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. Easter still, technically Easter Monday. Some people even have the day off. Oh, fantastic for you. Bully for you. Uh, Not everyone actually celebrates Easter, obviously. Um, But uh, those who do, they celebrate in all kinds of different ways, right? You know, some just eat copious amounts of chocolate. Some people eat just fish on Good Friday and call it a day. Uh, Some people do an egg hunt. We did chocolate in my family, mostly. Uh, And that's, you know, after one year with a hard-boiled mishap that... The kind that smells really, really bad after about two days. But all this just to say that, uh, you know, hey, parents whose children do participate in Easter hunts of the egg or the scavenger variety here. Just remember this. Just remember this. Lock it into your memory. The next time your kid says they can't find something that's sitting in plain sight in the middle of their room. Remember the Easter hunt. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. They are absolutely uh, perfectly capable of finding things when they want to. But it's only when they want to. The members of Journey have finally reached a settlement in the legal dispute surrounding the band's name. If you weren't in the know, this isn't, uh, you know, long-term stuff. It's pretty recent, actually. About a year ago, members Neil and John of Journey kicked out Ross the bassist and Steve the drummer after they attempted to fund their retirement by trying to seize control of the band's name and therefore royalties and etc., etc. Through a flurry of legal suits... It uh, turns out that they have reached this settlement, though the terms of the settlement have not been revealed, uh, but the kicking out still stands. Yeah, the uh, the drummer, the bassist, they are no longer parts of Journey, uh, but who knows if they're going to be making any money off of being members at one time or not. As well, the Isley Brothers have released their very first single in nearly five years, a song called Friends and Family. Featuring rapper Snoop Dogg. The music video serves up big family cookout vibes. Ah, it's so enjoyable. It can be enjoyed vicariously by all of us feeling far away from our own people as well. And uh, the video, the music video, also released just yesterday, includes a great line from Snoop Dogg himself. My mama say stop the music because she want to take a photo. So we oblige and step to the side. Come on, come Not on. a whole fam doing the electric slide. Like that, one, two, one, two. Uncle Ron, what you want him to do? Now you got it, let's do it again like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a jam, but I love it. It's mama wants to take a picture, so we all got to stop what we're doing and oblige. I mean, you do, you do. That's just the rules. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. The long weekend was fantastic. Some nice relaxation, ate some delicious food. Unfortunately, though, you know, you can't have every moment to be a, a fantastic one. There has to be some down points. One of the down points was I read another gender reveal related tragedy story over the weekend. And not even to get into the details, but I swear, these don't seem real to me. And yet there's always another headline before too much time has passed. Uh, I would like to see the time when that does. And I 
don't know if I'm a huge fan of the concept of the gender reveal party, especially when you read about them like starting fires, like big fires, airplane crashes, hired animals biting kids, homemade explosions somehow going horribly wrong. Who could have predicted? It occurred to me, though, it is weird that there are enough babies born who had disasters happen at their gender reveal parties now that they could possibly one day form a support group, a very specific but very helpful support group. And living with that knowledge has made existence very weird. Tuesday. Why can't this be a Nirvana song? Probably mainly because it's not actually by Nirvana. But listen. I mean, come on. Does not that sound like at least the cover band that created that song really, really knows the the band that they're, they're covering? Like, they know Nirvana really well, even though that's not a song by Nirvana. This is totally weird. and blowing my mind this morning. It's, uh, it's a group of, I don't know how many people, but the project is called The Lost Tapes of the 27 Club. If you don't know what the 27 Club is, it's basically a, a list of musicians who died at a very young age, specifically 27 years old. And there's a lot of people that, uh, that attribute conspiracy theory-esque uh, facts to that, basically saying, oh, they planned it, they knew it, or some sort of outs- outward force was causing it to happen. Really, it's happenstance. But it is kind of fascinating. People do really get excited about the 27 Club. And this Lost Tapes of the 27 Club uses artificial intelligence to create the music. So in two different ways. They use the like the musical riffs in MIDI form from the bands. And then they, uh, they, they put that into an AI that comes up with new riffs. And they say 90% of it is garbage. Unlistenable. Can't even handle putting it into your eardrums. But every once in a while, there's something that's a little bit interesting. And so when the team of actual humans takes this AI-created riff, Storm, and narrows it down to the good stuff, they then plug in a bunch of lyrics from the same band into a different AI to get lyrics created. In the case of this song, they actually went to the uh, lead singer of a uh, cover band for Nirvana, an Atlanta-based band. Uh, Eric Hogan is the guy who's actually singing on that song. But they didn't just do it for Nirvana. They also did it for Amy Winehouse. They also did it for The Doors, for, you know, Mr. Morrison. They also did it for Jimi Hendrix. And these songs are all completely original and new, and yet completely sound like the original artists actually had their taste on it. What would be fascinating would be to see the reactions of these people if it were possible. But of course it's not, and perhaps that's the entire mystery to it. Go check it out. Nirvana, Amy Winehouse, uh, The Doors, as well as uh, Jimi Hendrix, and these are all people that are associated with this so-called 27 Club. And I'm sure that you've heard of it, but if you haven't, just in case, it is this this sort of theory, an urban legend, really more than anything, uh, about how there are several musicians and artists who died at the age of 27, and there's something fishy about that. It goes beyond it, too. Have you heard about the White Lighter Club? This is an offshoot. This is basically the same urban legend, but it's not only were they 27 years old, all of them, but they all had a white Bic lighter in their pocket when they died. (gasps) No! This was told as absolute gospel when I was younger. This This was just music history truth. These people had white lighters in their pocket, except for the fact that if you do just a little bit of digging, like Snopes did... For instance, you'll find that Bic, the company who's associated with that disposable white lighter, they actually didn't 
make white disposable lighters until years after several members of the 27 Club actually met their end, including Hendrix and Janis Joplin. But disposable lighters were available from other companies, sure, not widely available at that time. Lighters in that age were absolutely not disposable. So I don't know. I think maybe the theory itself is, but it's fun to think about. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Most baseball fans have their eyes trained on the turnout for the Texas Rangers hosting the Blue Jays with thousands of people in attendance this week. But over in Ohio, Patrick Carney of the Black Keys stepped in as the stadium drummer for the Cleveland Indians team season opener. The regular drummer, John J. Adams, if you weren't aware, and I absolutely wasn't, uh, he's actually been performing at the season opener for uh, years now, since 1973, and a recent heart surgery is the reason that he wasn't able to attend this year. Meanwhile, Patrick Carney remarked that it was his first performance since last January. The rock and roll dreams of Elvis Presley are being pressed into a new graphic novel set to be published by Z2 in the fall. The uh, very simply titled Elvis, the graphic novel, is going to chart the meteoric course of the star from his young high school days to the height of his career in sequin jumpsuits and everything. Um, And Dave Grohl is set to release his first autobiographical book, a memoir titled The Storyteller. I'm sure he has a thousand and one incredible stories to tell. But save some music news headlines for the rest of the industry, would you? He is a regular fixture on this feature. Don't deep fry your water. Obviously, right? I mean, and don't get me wrong, this is not like an internet trend. It's gathering steam is what people are saying online, but that's just a pun. That's just a pun. Really, it's just a one-off thing. In fact, this is something that was done back in 2016 first. It was done as a gag. There was a a chef who was asked to create a dish for a, a conference, and the conference was called... The San Francisco Stupid Bleep Nobody Needs and Terrible Ideas Hackathon. It was entirely dedicated to stupid ideas that nobody should really genuinely pursue. And a chef used uh, water that was encased in alginates, a membrane made from algae, blah, blah, blah. It holds the water. You bite into it, you can drink the water. It's a weird storage form for sure. But what you can do with that is you can batter it and you can deep fry it. Not very safely, of course. I mean, there hasn't been any incident from this. But if a tiny, I mean, a tiny little imperfection in that casing were to develop while it was frying, I mean, you could potentially explode, literally, the deep fryer and get extremely hot oil everywhere. Well, another chef has now done this for a YouTube video, and I guess that's the rule. You can do unsafe things as long as you've got a channel on YouTube, right? Right? Okay, maybe don't do that, but still. Um... The concept of it. It's like putting a screen door on a submarine. It's like a solar-powered flashlight that doesn't actually have a battery in it. I do have a solar-powered flashlight, but it charges the battery. It's just energy efficient, that's all, right? Deep-fried water? Completely a bad idea. Wednesday. Just learned something. According to a study, the average mom receives 45 artwork gifts, homemade arts from their kids over the course of, uh, you know, the, the time where they're in school and making said homemade art gifts for mom and for dad. Um, and I think that that seems to be like, you know, a good number, but I feel like there could be some parents that are going 45. What do you mean, like today? Or this week? Or do you mean like in total? Because it's just not high enough. Uh, 45 pieces of handmade kid art, and they can't all be winners, I'm afraid. So, 
What about your kid? I mean, if they've got something good or something very interesting, we want to see that, actually. Some of them simply might not be available anymore because, you know, can't keep them all. Speaking of Jeffords, maybe your daughters would like to know that their daddy throws away all their drawings. They just draw so many and they're all so bad. Last year, Radiohead released a series of their concerts for fans to stream as, as a means to help keep people entertained in the early pandemic. And a year later, they're doing it again. This Friday, April 9th, you can experience the archival footage from their January 16th, 2008 show. Uh, it was to celebrate the release of their In Rainbows album, supposed to be an in-store perform performance at the Rough Trade East record store, but word began to spread in the area and the authorities had to shut it down, causing the band to scramble for a replacement venue. You can watch the unique show by tuning into the Radiohead YouTube channel. And music fans aren't really sure if Billy Joe Armstrong of, uh, of Green Day fame is serious about running for the office of the U.S. president in a few years. Kind of interesting to think that potentially there could be a president with credits on a song called American Idiot, but still. It's a question mark. Until just recently, there's a website that seems to have dug up some dirt and found a document that shows that he has filed his statement of candidacy, one of the very early steps that must be taken in order to run for presidency. Not completely unheard of for musicians to try and hold public office. I mean, not that it's been super successful, but Alice Cooper has technically been running in every U.S. presidential election since 1972. Thursday. For the most part, I mean, we're out here just wearing cloth masks. There have been some people that have been trying to upgrade our mask game, though, like uh, the, uh, the the rapper, the musician, Will I Am. Apparently, I didn't know this, he's got a tech startup company, and he's got a new high-tech mask that's got Bluetooth technology um, and all kinds of bells and whistles. In fact, I'm pretty sure that if you pay a little bit of extra money, they'll actually literally add bells and whistles to it. Three speed fans, two of them, a HEPA filtration system, LED lights, because of course you got to have that, noise-canceling headphones, and a seven-hour battery. It can even take calls and play music into your ears. Looks super futuristic, and you know what? Fair enough. I do understand the idea behind it. You know what? Uh, Will I am himself. He, he says, this pandemic is straight out of a friggin' movie. His words. Uh, but we're wearing masks from yesterday's movie. So I wanted to make a mask to fit the era that we're in. Well, you know what? That's what sales tactics is all about. Making me feel like I need something that beforehand, I didn't feel like I needed. I get it. You did sell me on that. But then you called it the Zuper mask with an X instead of an S. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just completely out. It is a dark dark day. We have learned some information. Boy, has the ever given, ever given us a nightmare scenario. Talking about the ship that clogged the Suez Canal, there has been a supply chain interruption, and now there's a Heinz ketchup packet shortage! You know what they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. They should have been on the ball about this, but this brings new suspects into play. Was the blocked canal actually the dastardly, wicked plan of Mustard and Relish teamed up finally at last? They've been cooking up this team up for quite some time. Barbecue sauce is an airtight alibi. While soy sauce has always been salty towards ketchup, there's no smoking gun there. Mayo refused to get on board, that's a boat joke. But we think hot sauce was an accessory, it just won't stop sweating. By the way, it's only the packets that are affected, so... I don't know, just like an idea off the top of my head uh, for people at home or restaurants or wherever you find yourself. Maybe just, I don't know, use the bottle. Is this really an issue? Thanks for listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. couple of people, including a huge heavy metal rocker, 
made their way into the Wrestling Hall of Fame this week. Ozzy Osbourne, as well as Canadian lad William Shatner. Um, they, of course, had to do it via, like, acceptance video. It wasn't really a big, uh, you know, in-person event whatsoever. But um, I didn't realize there was such a heavy connection between these two to wrestling. I guess, uh, you know, back in 1986, a year before I was even gracing this earth. Uh, Mr. Uh, Osborne, as well as Captain Lou Albano, they were supporting the British Bulldogs, Davey Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid, in a a, uh, a matchup between uh, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake, the Dream Team. And uh, then uh, you know William Shatner as well for his part. Uh, he's part of uh, you know several several different occasions throughout the years, uh, you know indirectly and directly. Meanwhile, the rest of music news is all about new releases that are coming out. Prince has got another uh, out of the vault release. Welcome to America with the number two, an album from 2010, which was ultimately just put on the shelf, never actually saw the light of day. First single is already available from that, but you're going to have to wait all the way until July 30th to actually grab the entire album. Meanwhile, you're also going to have to wait into the uh, late spring, early summer for record store day. Two of them actually coming up June 12th and July 17th, and we've gotten the first initial list of uh, some of the artists who are going to be releasing some exclusive vinyl stuff. The Who, The Doors, The Beastie Boys, Joni Mitchell, Tom Petty, Pearl Jam. Keep your eyes out for it. More news to come as we get to the warmer months. It's a birthday today, 21 years old, able to drink throughout the contiguous and extended United States. <laughs> it's the cowbell sketch, the blue oyster cult sketch, the don't fear the reaper sketch, the Bruce Dickinson sketch, whatever you know it as. It's that sketch from Saturday Night Live, um, April 8th. 2000 is when that came out weird because my brain remembers it as being much older Saturday Night Live than that like definitely mid 90s at least but no 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 and in fact that sketch is responsible for basically ruining Christopher Walken's life as told by Will Ferrell when he was on Jimmy Fallon's show about a year ago from the deer hunter yeah to Pulp, Pulp Fiction Pulp Fiction is amazing to more cowbell that's all he gets now. that's all he gets now so it made a lot of people happy then but Ruin one person. Ruin one person. But what are you going to do? That's good odds. Right? It's unbelievably hilarious to this day. I don't have time to give you the entire sketch. It's about six minutes long. But the very best part is this. Bobby, you are right. I am being selfish. But the last time I checked, we don't have a whole lot of songs that feature the cowbell. I gotta have more cowbell, baby. <laughs> myself a disservice and every member of this band if I didn't perform the hell out of this. Guess what? I got a fever and the only prescription is more cowbell. Name a more iconic Saturday Night Live sketch. I will wait. Friday. LinkedIn, the working person's social media, um, they added some new uh, selections to the job history, uh, basically stay-at-home parent selections, stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, stay-at-home parent, non-gendered, um, and, you know, the ability to select those and put in a time frame to fill in some, you know, uh, employment gaps, work history gaps for prospective employers. But here's the thing. Listen, if... Someone skipped over your resume because there was a gap in constant employment instead of just asking you about it at interview time, giving you the opportunity to say, oh, no, I take care of my kids. You don't want to work for them anyways. Honestly, for me, seeing a gap on a resume wouldn't be the red flag. It would be the fact that you're on LinkedIn in the first place. Jurassic Park in the news once again, not because there's a brand new movie or a trailer or anything like that. I mean... 
Eventually, we'll get more in the franchise. They haven't finished yet. But we all know how they end up, right? Well, not all of us, apparently. Not all of us. Elon Musk's company is flexing a very weird flex this week. Musk's business partner and person who only watches the first half of movies, I have to assume, Max Hodak, insisted on Twitter that they, meaning Neuralink, the company, could totally build a real Jurassic Park. And I quote, if we wanted to. <laughs> how, how brazen, how arrogant, how falling right into the traps that every character in those movies, except for the one or two scientists who tell them not to, do get into, right? It's too bad that kids being taught the new Alberta curriculum won't even know what dinosaurs are by then. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Joni Mitchell, ready to celebrate the 50th anniversary, a big milestone of Blue, with the remastered cuts of her first four albums. Megasize, uh, the collection's labeled the Reprise Albums, 1968 to 1971. It's going to be out June 25th as a four-CD set, if you still get your physical copy media. Um, and in the case of one song in particular... Um, that is Song to a Seagull. She described the original mix as sounding like it was recorded under a jello bowl. So she fixed it. Apparently sounds much, much better. Remixed by herself as well as artist Matt Lee. It's going to be a lot of very, very cool extras added into the liner notes as well. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, Gary Newman. He's uh, getting on the climate disaster train. Uh, I think he's already been there for quite some time, but a brand new song, Saints and Liars, with a brand new music video, really puts that into concreteness from the upcoming album, Intruder. And speaking of brand new music, Rick Astley. No Rickroll here. He's got a brand new song called Unwanted, and uh, it's uh, the theme to the Q Code podcast, which also shares the exact same name. So I guess he's taking commissions these days, but totally with 80s sound to it. Here's just a taste. Keep on running through the night. There's no justice, wrong or right. Taste your freedom, chase your star I'm right behind you, wherever you are All I got to do Oh, we gotta go check out the full thing for the real build-up But uh, I'm surprised at how much I appreciate new Rick Astley in my life It's time for a punch lineup, but an offbeat one inspired by a video game trailer Doesn't usually happen this way, but this is a bizarre trailer If you haven't seen Sinfeld yet you're probably going to see it on your social feed at some point. It is bizarre, and it's like a fever dream, like walking through the nightmarish, psychotic break of somebody completely obsessed with Seinfeld. It defies explanation, and that's why we got to dive into a new punch lineup. There's the bell. Uh, here's your setup. The trailer for a horrifying Seinfeld-obsessed video game called Sinfeld just came out. Finally, a game about nothing, and I bet you it's sponge-worthy, too. A trailer for a horrifying Seinfeld-obsessed video game called Sinfeld just came out. As long as I don't have to be a pirate. But I don't want to be a pirate! Well, nobody does. Nobody does. Uh, the trailer for a horrifying Sinfeld-obsessed uh, Seinfeld video game just came out called Sinfeld. People are airing their grievances about the game, but they don't even realize that's actually part of it. The trailer for a horrifying Seinfeld-obsessed video game called Sinfeld just came out. If Newman, the soup Nazi, and the woman with the bread aren't boss fights in it, I don't want it. And finally, the trailer for a horrifying Seinfeld-obsessed video game just called, came out called Sinfeld. If you don't have space to download the game, maybe you could just throw it in the pool. It shrinks? <laughs> like a frightened turtle. Why does it shrink? It just does. 
It's Mix 103.7. Steph, this morning, we're, uh, we're joined by Johnny Cupcakes. Johnny, who will be coming up to speak uh, with Startup YMM and their speaker series. Uh, except you're not really coming up. You're kind of doing this virtually. Uh, this is kind of going to Is this kind of a unique experience for you? Or have you been doing a lot of these kind of virtual speaking tours so far? Yeah, it's, uh, it was definitely a unique experience when I first transitioned to doing more virtual talks. Uh, definitely a little strange at first, but... Over the past few months, it's it's been great. I, I get to spend more time with my family, and uh, I, I think there's a intimate element to it. Very cool stuff, man. All right, well, the the speech is titled "Bringing the Fight for Bright Ideas." What can you tell us about it? What uh, can can local business owners expect to take away uh, from this? Sure. Uh, so my name's Johnny Cupcakes. I, I don't actually sell cupcakes, and I own retail stores that sell graphic uh, design T-shirts. But we display them inside refrigerators. We package them in pastry boxes. My T-shirt shop smells like frosting. <laughs> and we have terrible reviews. We have terrible reviews on all those food websites for oh, tricking no. hungry people. <laughs> um, but I, um, yeah, I've been selling T-shirts for 20 years now. I never studied this. I've uh, failed a bunch. I've succeeded a bunch. And uh, I've built a lot of brand loyalty. Wow. I'm going to share a little bit of uh, tips and tricks and ways to just bring ideas to life. That's really cool. I mean, I love, I'm looking at your website right now, and you've got such fun things going on. Can you tell us what your favorite shirt is right now? Yeah, I think it's the, the classic Johnny Cupcakes, Cupcake and Crossbones t-shirt. Uh, that was our, our logo. I feel like once that hit, uh, it was very catchy. Uh, it, it confused people. It surprised people. It made strangers smile. And I like doing all those things. So when I, I could combine it in these T-shirts, it, it, it was a blast. Very cool. Speaking again uh, with Johnny Cupcakes, who's going to be a part of the Startup YMM Speaker Series uh, in Fort McMurray on Monday, April the 12th. Man, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to touch on, um, be it with what you're going to be speaking about or why people should be attending this? Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm also going to be sharing ways to start a brand or grow a brand with little to no startup money and um, be sharing some of the, the stories that I've had of, of growing my brand and, and making it through the, the tricky times and, and, and whatnot. Fantastic okay. stuff. He is Johnny Cupcakes, and he is bringing the fight for bright ideas as part of Startup YMM Speaker Series. Johnny, thank you so much for the time, man. Thank you, guys. Keep positive. Thank you so much. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.